It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. The latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And this is Two Blokes sitting in the studio at CES 2017. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Tell you about them shortly. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au joins me. Welcome, mate. Hello, Trevor. This is day three. What day? Day 28. No, what day is it? Yeah, it's, well, it's day eight of my trip. Day yeah. three day of seven, CES. Day six of my trip. Day and, five uh, of CES formal events. Yes, but and we're going to wrap up day two and day three. That is correct. Because uh, last time we spoke to our listeners, it was day one. And we, we'll be up front. This will be the last one from yes. CES, but we'll, yes. um, we'll get together when you're back. Um, just after week after next, that's right, and uh, and just you know, I think we'll just kind of look back on CES recap. as well yep. as obviously any other tech news that happens. That is what we do here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. And not because they're a sponsor, but because I was a little bit blown away by my tour of Netgear. Um, and, you know, we've regular and long-term listeners will know same thing every year. We go um, separately. Uh, we get invited to see Netgear over at the Marriott. They have a, uh, a floor there which they deck out because they can bring retailers in, show them all their products, and they don't have to have a convention center yeah, space, it's which like I think a bo- is It's so like smart. a booth off the floor. It's booth, like they've got yeah. an area where they've got <laughs> a booth set up. Set yeah. up. And, off the uh, floor, that's right. It's, and it's, 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 it's like walking into a booth that's here at CES, but it's just off the, off the show floor. And, uh, and, you know, it's always in the calendar, and I'm always yeah. going to support them because they're big supporters of ours. Absolutely. I make no bones about that whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, I went in, and, and uh, Dave, uh, who's only new to Nitgear reasonably in terms of well, the, our relationship with them, yep. um, you know, started showing me the stuff, and they had some good things. They had a gaming switch we'll talk about. Yeah. Obviously, Orby, Orby's there. We, yep. we, we know a lot about that. Um, the X10, which we'd heard about but now I've seen, yeah. and then the Arlo range of cameras. And look, here's, here's the thing. I went in just thinking, we'll do a nice tour, we'll see Patrick interview, whatever, and we'll be done. I walked out and said to Rob, who's with me, I said, we've got to go back and get more photos because we didn't bring mm-hmm. the best camera and stuff. And I, yeah. We went back the next morning because I was blown away by some of that stuff. And I'll, we'll get to that because it's really Arlo that I was blown away with. Um, nothing really to talk about with Orbi that we haven't already said. Yeah, exactly. It's a great product yeah. and, it, and it works an absolute bloody charm. Yeah. The um, the X10 I'll let you talk about in a second, but yeah. the the little gaming the Nighthawk gaming switch yeah and this media is, and media streaming switch this is a heavy device for a start yeah. it's like a chunky metal thing solid tiny. alloy yeah, and we're yeah. talking about if you've got one of those situations where you have like four computers and you don't have the router nearby this is you know four or five computers or devices or, yeah. or land cables your, plugged yeah. together and rather than the the basic one you might get it to I don't know where you buy them these days I used to, used to be Harris Technology I'd go to get my Nikkei <laughs> routers but you can still buy them online from there yeah. but Harvey's in the place to get a little you know eight port switch yeah, or whatever made of plastic normally and light now oh, the, the Nikkei ones are normally metal blue metal you know yeah. square box this thing is you know sleek design yeah. it does it's got a huge amount of uh, back end stuff in it in, yeah. in, in, a, in a web browser that allows non, you to set non-slip feet on Set quality of service, set priority ports, set uh, link aggregation, a whole range of things that are really, really easily and well done. Um, And then some some cool things like the lights can flash like Knight Rider, and I thought that was cool. That was good. 
Land like the Battlestar Galactica, like a Cylon as well. Yeah, but whatever, you're not into that. No. But like the, the 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 graphical user interface, excellent. The app allows you to really, and it was quite simple to do. You step in there and prioritize whatever ports you need. So if you're you want port one for your game, port two for media streaming, you they get the priority. And once you do that, you set that that high mode, and it reduces latency for a gamer. This is big. Reduces latency by up to ninety percent. Which could mean yeah. the difference in winning the game or winning whatever online game you happen to be playing, but with also with media streaming, it's not about the latency; it's about the lag. So it takes the lag out of it as well. So if you're streaming a 4K Netflix movie, then it's going to be smooth as silk. So the, the the ability to control that because before the switches just well they all battled it out. Whoever got whatever was priority, it was just a random thing. Whoever got what. With this, you can actually take control and go to that much detail, yeah. that much level. It was full on, and I just, I, to be honest, I didn't realise it was that important in a gaming sense. I didn't realise that there was such a market for it. Absolutely. But they're really targeting yeah. that, um, that 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 power user. I think. Yeah, and, totally. And it's a Nighthawk product too, and yeah. Nighthawk, which sort of brings us to the Nighthawk and the Nighthawk X10. That brand is still very much important to the company because when when they hear Nighthawk, they know right. This is this is real. This is the real deal. High end, fast, aggressive styling on the products, which sort of suits the type of user who wants that yeah. gaming, streaming, no compromise type of service. And the X10, and isn't it a beast? Oh. It's a big, heavy thing. And I love that it's got like vents on the top so yeah, you can see the a grill. fan. Yeah, There's you can like see a into CPU it. CPU fan. Oh, and and it, it, will, it does have a, a, a 1.4 gigahertz quad-core processor on, on board, as well as a Plex server. So oh. if you, you, you connect your hard drive, and it will serve your movies on your network and remotely. You can stream it from over, over the cloud, over yeah. the net, and, uh, and you're in business. So the... That, 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 the, the features on that, I think, are going to serve people well. They, the other thing they were talking about, too, was the Y-Gig function. You know, we were talking about that, where yeah. the, the new standard, you know how we're 802.11ac? Yeah. Once we hit 802.11ad and products as well, phones, the latest phones and everything will have it, you'll be able to connect directly, like line of sight, and transfer like on a 60 gigahertz um, the, the 60 gigahertz spectrum and trans and go about three gigabits per second to transfer a heap of data off your phone or off a camera or something like that which, once they're all on that same page. Which is interesting, right? Because that, that that's another piece of the puzzle with Apple, for example, right? Mm. We've talked no about SD this card slot. With the SD card uh, slot. Now, that's great. When when in three years from now, Canon have got their high-end high you know, yeah, $7,000 camera AD, with yeah, AD yep. and your router does, Right now. See, this is the thing yeah. about being ahead of the bunch. And I yeah. said this to, to Netgear. It's actually what Apple's doing is wrong. What Netgear's doing is right. They release it now. You get your network ahead of the game. Your devices will catch up. You don't yeah. want it the other way around. Absolutely right. Yeah, you don't want to have to buy a new router for your new device. You'd rather have a router there and the device com- yeah. is compatible with it later. It's totally. always a little bit of a, a planning process, but Absolutely. as I said, Orbi Orbi's still there, and it's a great product available yeah. now. Um, and you know, you, you and I have both used it. I put it at my father-in-law's place. It's ridiculously yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's stunning. It's improved everything out of sight, hasn't it? The great thing was, I dropped it off the day before we went to Tasmania. Came back. He'd installed it himself for a start. And he said it was easy. Yeah. Um, and I did a, a Wi-Fi check, and I'll put these pictures on the website when I put the review up. But the Wi-Fi difference from his old network to the Orbi network is phenomenal. Like, it's in the backyard now. Yeah. It's sensational. That's and cool. I think they're going to do really well with that product. Absolutely but right. let's not kid about it. I think Arlo was, was the, was the, was the pick, the show, of, pick of the show for, yep. for Netgear. And 
I'll be honest, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't, didn't see it earlier in the show. Yeah. Because in the, that whole um, rough and tumble of the media, you would have had interviews where you go, what, what is the coolest thing you've seen? Yeah. I've got to be honest, Arlo's updates are very, very good. Either so ever. a lot of our listeners will have Arlo because we've talked about it for so long. Don't worry, everything we're talking about, there's forwards and backwards compatibility with a lot yes. of the new stuff. But a couple of the pain points, if you like, for Arlo, not that they're, they're terrible, but the, the batteries. Battery. Um, you know, last, well, I've found five, four to five months, Some yeah. they say six, but if you set yeah. your settings too, too, um, too harsh, you'll get two or three months. That's yeah. just silly. And, and those batteries, they're not the easiest to find either no. sometimes. I've had to buy them online and just buy bulk. Yeah, and they're not cheap. They're like nine bucks a battery. They're, if, you buy, if you buy them one or, one or two at a time at Bunnings, you're going to spend nine yeah. or $11. Buy them online, it's a bit, bit better. But the, so they've, the new Arlo Pro has a removable slash rechargeable battery. You don't need to remove it. You can just plug it into USB. It charges. But you can also buy separate batteries and a little charger. It also runs off its own power too. Sensational. If you want to. Well, what about the solar panel? Hello? Yeah. How good is that? I think it's sensational. So you've now got a a camera, the Arlo Pro, that you could mount on the second story of your home looking down at the front yard put a solar panel next to it. They've got one. Yeah. And this thing in, I think they said two hours of direct sun or two days of direct sun would charge the whole thing from, from bottom to scratch. It's That's like a ridiculously genius. small amount of time. Yeah. Plus it doesn't need that because it's continually being charged. Yeah. So the Pro now has better um, motion detection, which is also an, a yeah. bit of a lag on the motion detection sometimes. It's got a wider field of view as well. Wider field of 130 view. 130 degrees. And, and two-way audio. So I can speak to you, you can speak to me. Yes. If you're standing at my front door, I can go, Oi! You can turn around <laughs> and say, "What the hell well, are you doing there?" I'm just delivering a parcel. I can say, "That's all right. Just put it down." <laughs> so it becomes a much. It's kind of got the features of the Arlo Q mm-hmm. uh, in the Arlo Pro. So fully wire free, and you've got this full duplex audio. What, what about the new base station? Excellent. The new base station also incorporates a siren, mm. so 110 decibel alarm. But it also now has a USB port, so you can connect a hard drive and store all your recordings locally. So yeah. rather than having to get a cloud account. It's all stored locally and on your drive. And to be clear, you still get the free seven days worth of cloud storage. Yeah. But I look at it now, and I've got the. Se- I've not upgraded. I don't need more than seven days. But yeah. I, I, if I've got plenty of one terabyte hard drives, I could plug one in. I'd love to have a year's worth of video yeah, yeah. just for funsies and, and records. So I think you never uh, know when you might need it. That's right. And I think especially <laughs> people that use these things in commercial applications. Absolutely, like um, offices, stores, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, Arlo Pro, excellent. And then you go to the next level, you can say Arlo Go. Now, this is going to be more like an April-May thing, but this thing's slightly bigger, but it's everything we've talked about with the original Arlo and the the new Arlo Pro, but it adds a 4G SIM card. You've got to put, you've obviously got to buy one, but they're going to do a deal with Telstra and they will, you know, there'll be a plan available. I expect it'll be, you know, 25 bucks a month. But imagine you're on a building site, right? And I'm talking big building site or small, whatever. You can mount this thing on a bloody telegraph pole, 20 yeah. metres in the air, you could have it sitting up there with the solar panel, so it's always charged. Yeah. With the 4G SIM card, it doesn't need any internet, and it's constantly recording what happens I, I, around. Imagine like things like um, like you've got a boat or you've got yeah. a massive, say you've got a really big property. Hmm. So you, you, the Wi-Fi is not going to reach the back the fence. Or that's yeah. right. So you, that's another that's another little solution there. I, I, I think that I was very impressed by that as well. That's awesome, man. Yeah. The, the the Telstra sim, although apparently they are going to sell it through Telstra, but also through retailers. If yeah. you've got your own you'd be able, BYO, if you want to get your own um, yeah. sim, go so that's if you possible like. as well. But then I again, I didn't expect this Arlo Baby, <laughs> which is everything you get in the Arlo Pro, yeah. but it adds a, a a light, so a night light, which yeah. can be multiple colours. It adds a speaker to to play lullabies and it also adds um, temperature 
humidity and air, air quality, quality sensors. Yeah. So on, on the normal Arlo app, you can see all those things and you can yeah. see what's happening with Bubba, but then you can also get a seven-inch screen in real time to monitor the yeah. kids. That's a good that's a good idea because if you... But if you want to hear, if, if you know there's something happening, you've got to open your gallery phone, unlock it, go to the app and see it. Having that full-time screen is yeah. a good idea. Mate, I'm filthy. Cause, Why? I mean, I don't have any babies anymore. Ah, well, isn't that it's surgically, All the good impo- surgically impossible nowadays, yes, it isn't is. it, mate? Yes, I'm with you, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, so, look, it's, it's a great product. It's a good entry, and I think they'll do very, very well. I think they'll do best with the Aloe Baby because I think that's yeah. so unique. Did you see the little skins you can put on it? Yes. And did you see there was a little kitty cat? Well, what was the other one? Uh, there was a it rabbit. Looked like a cat. Dal- looked like a Dalmatian. Oh, little spotty God. one. Ziggy Zaggy um, version. I think they're going to use that term. They're going to call it the Ziggy Zaggy skin. Well, as long as they call it <laughs> Logan. I mean, it should be Ziggy and Zaggy. Imagine that. Ziggy Zaggy. Yeah. Anyway, the good stuff from Nikki. Um, we'll have details of those things up on techguide.com.au and um, on eftm.com.au. We'll hear it live from CES. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Now, I uh, had a chance to have a look around the Sony booth, as, as did, did you. Uh, we, uh, we had a look around the stand, and yep. we, we did speak about the OLED that was announced the day, at, yep. the, at the show. Uh, but I, I got a chance to have a look at it, but I got a better chance to listen to it as well. Yeah. Remember how they're talking about the acoustic surface? Strange thing, right? And uh, just between you, me, and the goalposts, uh, the, it is an LG OLED panel in there. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, I think we. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't discuss it. No, yeah. it is LG's panel in there. Right, but did they there say is a that difference. Too, or did you investigate that? Separately? Well, who, who else makes OLEDs? I don't know. Maybe they've well, started oh, making. This is no. Well, they, they don't. It's yeah. an LG OLED panel in there. But so, the so point LG's, of difference, LG's though, delighted that Sony's got. Well, well hey, they got they've got another customer. Yeah, you know, good on them. Yeah. But the thing that Sony brings to the party too is their X1 Extreme processor, processor which yeah. uh, they've uh, has in the past done a terrific job. Because that's the point, right? Let's just cl- break that down. The panel, like if you think of the new wallpaper TV, that's essentially the panel that's yeah. going up on the wall. Yeah. Everything else is in the guts of the TV, which for LG on that W is is down in the soundbar. For for Sony, it's in the it's in yeah. the kickstand, and they've got their processor in there, and their processor upscaling to 4K, reading 4K, reading HDR. You know, could well be the best in the business. Absolutely, but the it sounded remarkable. I've got to say, I couldn't hear it very loud, but what I heard was impressive. And I said to the guy on the sand, I said, well, the design of the TV means that, you know, how the bottom of the TV is actually on the surface of your entertainment. There's no stand, so forget putting a soundbar in there. (laughs) So he said, well, the guy said to me, he goes, why would you want a soundbar? This has got as good audio as the speakers in our other X-Series and other TVs. Mm. And uh, he he mentioned the fact that the I said well where where are the speakers like what, what's coming where's it coming from because what, what what I've discovered is that they take they take advantage of the backlightless structure so the, the the space behind the screen is where all the brains of the speakers are and they're fired out then from the front of the TV to give you the impression that it's coming from the middle of the picture so that the voices and there's even left and right separation are all being done from various parts of the of the edges of the screen. Really clever. Uh, it can be wall mounted as well. I yeah, ask, no, but that it, big bulky thing at the back. But it does it does stick. It will stick out all that way. Oh, it will absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, that subwoofer on the back it doesn't yeah. disappear. It's going to stick out a long way from the wall. Probably yeah. more than any other you know high end yeah, TV on the market. It would. Um, I think that um, the Bluetooth speakers from Sony were yes. awesome. So they're extra bass speakers, which we talked about earlier this yeah, year. Excellent love speaker. It, love really it. good sound, great little button. 
they've added lights. Now, they're not the first and they won't be the last. I think JBL and a couple others have got yep. lights, but it's Sony, right? So you imagine walking into JB Hi-Fi. You turn left and there's a you know corridor of, or a, a, a stall, what do you call it? Aisle. Aisle. Full of yes. bloody Bluetooth speakers. Every brand, there's so many of them. Yeah. Well, how do you make it stand out? Yeah. Lights and sounds, right? Yeah, so the lights are now good. flashing. Yeah. So they've got four different ones, the, the, the 10, the 20, the 30, 40. The 10 yep. is this tiny little thing, doesn't have lights, but it's good for, you know, you can hook it onto a backpack, yeah. you can you can put stand in, it anywhere. Put it in your bag if you're traveling. Really easy to use. Yeah, yeah. But the 20, 30, and 40 have lights from at varying degrees. So the 20 has just a light around it, the 30 has a light around it and some strobes, and the 40 is much bigger and has lights around it, strobes, and LEDs kind of on the speaker cones. Mate, they look sensational. They look sensational. Fantastic. Range of colours as well yeah, from the, both I, the lights and the well, they're, devices. They, they're a strength of their portfolio and will continue to be. I think yeah. they were very impressive. Another thing I looked at was their short throw projector. Mate, that did you see really both good. of them? Did you see the white one and the black one? I did, the white one, the portable one. And no, I, the, no, the no, not the portable one. The white one in the other side of the booth. Unit. Yes, I saw that. That was the most magnificent projection yeah. I've seen in a very long time yeah, the outside new one, of the Tech Guide Theatre. The, <laughs> the new one had uh, the short throw it's had brightness of 2,500 lumens, which is impressive from a short distance and still pumping out that much light is really good. Up to 120 inches, so too small for the Tech Guide Theatre, but still for other people, we're very well, very nice. <laughs> Anti-reflective uh, technology built into it. So with the projection, you can the, the, just sort of, sorry, get back on the brightness and the anti-reflective will help with this as well. Even in a brightly lit room, which it was for the demo, yeah. the picture was still crisp and you could there was no washout of the yeah. colours or anything. I think there's great. a difference between a brightly lit room and a daylight lit room. That's yeah. my only thing. Like, yeah. I've got a, you know, my lounge room, it's a big wall. Yeah. I could easily have projection there up to like two like 200 inches, right? It's a big wall. Yeah. It's just weirdly placed our lounge room. But it's just so bright, mate. You could mm. never do it. The sunlight well, this, that this comes was, in. This was like, the, the, all the lights were on in this room. It was pretty bright. And the, it still looked fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Rightio. Um, I enjoyed yeah, that. The short throw projectors were excellent. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, it's not a product, but uh, that bloody big screen out the front. Oh, yeah. The, uh, what was the, the crystal, crystal, crystal LED. LED? Yeah. Just, oh, there's, I've never seen a, you know, what are they, what would you call that? Like a commercial um, display screen. Yeah. We're talking, you know, eight foot tall, 25 foot long. Yeah. It it's made of little panels, clear. isn't it? It's a yeah, little, little tile-shaped so panels. You can make panels. it as big as you want. I'll tell you, a screen... It was so clear. A screen in Vegas that you... Oh, you probably know what I'm talking about. You know, opposite... On the right, on the strip? On the strip. Yeah. Opposite the Aria? Opposite Aria yeah. or on that curved building above Walgreens. Yeah. Have you you've seen that screen? Yeah, yeah, How yeah, sharp yeah. that screen it's is? beautiful. That is incredible, and this is as good as that. But I probably think the difference better. is you've probably never stood... You know, three meters away from that screen. Yeah, you true, normally at true. distance. We yeah. stood two meters away yeah. from this thing. Couldn't see the pixels. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. gorgeous. Yeah, now they did a good job. Um, Sony details, uh, information, products, links, you name it. Techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, this one, my wife sent me a text last night because I I talked about this on the Today Show, and she said, "Get me the bin." She said, get me the bin. I said, what are you talking she about? She said, get you the bin yeah. or get in the bin? No, what did she get say? Get me the bin. Get she me she the wanted bin. me to bring home right. the bin. She thinks we walk out of here with products. Yeah. I'm like, you might get a couple of I get of that a lot. Of, yeah, bring me back something. Yeah, oh, sure. I'll just yeah. put it in my carry-on luggage. Yeah. yeah. Also, you know, there isn't any. Like, you might get the odd headphone or something here. It's not. There's not really? that much what's, around. What's the best bit of swag you've scored I've got nothing. No, got but over the years of CES. I don't remember really? ever taking I remember, anything. I remember years ago. I walked in the other day with a Bluetooth speaker. Jeff's got bloody headphones. Yeah. It's outrageous. There's a fair bit of swag that's doing the rounds. Oh, Pretty good. You just got to know where to look, Trev. 
Best I, thing I got I was got some off headphones the, from the at Sony the, booth. At the, at the, I got a phone case last year. Remember that one? Yeah, because you couldn't get it off. Couldn't get it off my phone. I said, sorry, mate, I got to take it. But I also, years ago, when Kodak was a big presence here, like I'm talking 10 years ago, I scored a camera. They go, the guy said, here, mate, just take it. So <laughs> was said, it on the last day? Could be a tip for tomorrow. No, it wasn't. Anyway, the product I'm talking about is the Whirlpool Zero. This is a food recycling bin. Zero. Zero. Z-E-R-A. Okay. That's a character out of Planet of the Apes for the record. Mate, just move on from the movie (laughs) references. So imagine the end of your kitchen island or kitchen bench. Um, uh, It's a beautiful looking product, a kind of tall white, just imagine a tall white rubbish bin, but inside, high tech. But it's for your food scraps. So your, your kids have had dinner, and like my kids, they don't eat it all. You open the bin, you scrape it in. Um, so it's all your food scraps for the week. Instead of going out to the compost and putting it in there, you put it in this thing. And you, you start it off with some sort of uh, like product that goes in it first, and then all the food scraps go in on top. And then at the end of the week, I don't know, you press a button or something, but in 24 hours, it turns one week's worth of family food scraps into a, like a tub of fertilizer. Wow. And you take it out of the garden. It's got air filters in it so it doesn't stink the house out when, it, when it's you know, storing all that old food. Bloody great idea! Put me down for a zero as well. That, that the the that's a great example of uh, the because the, the technology is moving into places like the kitchen yep. and those other parts of the home. And uh, this reminds me of another product that I saw it at, unveiled about, mm. and it's all about like that that what what zero is all about recycling, not wasting anything. Mm. And there was another product called Eugene. Did we talk about this the other day? I don't know. Oh, yeah, the little bin thing. Yeah, yeah we, so it's it on Jeff. your bin and then you scan whatever you're throwing out. Like, mm. th- you're thinking, what is this? It's a packet, it's a bottle. What do, yeah. is it, you scan the barcode and it tells you how to recycle it. Yeah, well, I, I made Very a call smart. on Eugene and said it's stupid <laughs> because if you, have like got, the name? if you have got the time to scan a barcode before we can throw it in the bin. But it's there. It's in Mate, near the bin. Listen, it's located near the bin. I don't want to break to you. The people that want to recycle don't need Eugene. The people that don't recycle won't be bothered to use Eugene. So that's the issue. I disagree, but anyway, I think that uh, it'll, it'll make people more conscious of recycling. It'll make, they'll make more of an effort. For those who are recyclers, terrific. For those right. who aren't sort I'm of... I'm looking forward to zero to get my marigolds a bit of a boost, you know, yeah. the flowers. <laughs> yeah, you're big in the garden. You've got a bit of a green oh, thumb. A green thumb, thumb yeah. I've planted right? one marigold. Are you kidding? Oh, is that right? How's it going? Each of the kids, we've planted a... Yeah. Jackson's didn't make it up. Did Poor he? little bugger. Oh. But Victoria's got some beautiful flowers. Harry's yeah. got some little flowers. I've got my marigold. Well, imagine with the fertilizer out of zero, you'll be, imagine. you'll be thriving. All I can do thus far is imagine. Imagine. When's it future, out? When's it out? In the future, I'll, I'll, I'll know. Absolutely. I made the call on today's show that it'll come out in the, in the first half of this year. I said that just randomly. But Big call. I would assume it will make it, just given the publicity okay. it's got at this conference. Absolutely. I can't imagine it won't and make what it about, out. What are other products of Whirlpool got to offer? Well, I don't know, mate. That's the only one I care I'll about. I'll be seeing that stand uh, later in the show, which I'll be discussing on my podcast and oh. also on Tech Guide oh, as well. Well, well la-di-da. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Anyway, uh, that is the, the Whirlpool Zero. You can read about it at uh, eftm.com.au and probably in a week or two when Stephen gets around to it at <laughs> techguide.com.au. <laughs> Well, I mentioned Orbi earlier, but it is time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of the home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. 
With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favorite movie shows. And no matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The tri-band Orbi Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem, and it maximizes the speed that you're already paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives, gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen So I had someone warm the seat for you. Um, Did you? Yep. No, absolutely. Andy Penn. Name. Name dropper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> T- ca- Telstra CEO, for those who Telstra don't know. Telstra CEO, Andy Penn, came in, sat where you're sitting. He came and- to you. Yeah. Because, you know, um, your mate uh, J-Dud had to go to him. All right. Just let you know, mate. Oh, mate. Jennifer Dudley. These were the uh, rules. News Limited had to go to him for his interview. These were the rules of engagement. Andy Penn, let's put it out there, came to Trevor Long. That's correct. Because they were the terms of the interview. And, and the you ju- either come to me or it's, it's that not That was on. exactly what I said to be honest. Right? But the journey before me had to walk and talk on the way here. Really? Yeah. Anyway, he rocked up, had a lovely time. We yeah. had a good chat. It's up on the website, eftm.com.au. But, you know, we talk about all the standard things, you know, yep. 5G and all that stuff. But yep. somehow we got onto drones. I think I said, you know, I mentioned, remember that story about them inspecting their towers with drones? I yes. said, you know, that's an interesting thing. Do you see any evolution in that? He said they've got 12 licensed drone pilots on the books at Telstra as employees. I'm, I'm available. You're not a Telstra employee. You don't count. No, I, but I am available if they want another drone pilot. They're not going to want another one. Qualified they've got 12. drone pilot. They've got 12. <laughs> yep. What are the chances of them needing 13? Probably nothing. Plus, you'd be the one that crashed. You'd be the unlucky number. Anyway, be 13. Anyway. Anyway, so he randomly mentions that, um, when I say random, he's just talking about drones and everything that's in his head about drones starts yeah, coming out as it does yeah. in an interview. And he said, you know, in, in natural disasters, uh, floods, fires, uh, cyclones or whatever, we could send a, a drone up with a, a cell attached to it as in yeah. a mobile tower, essentially, yep. and it could provide um, uh, mobile coverage to people who, who don't have it or didn't yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and then he goes, and, you know, in case of if someone's missing, it, it could find them because their phone will ping the drone. Yeah. And I went, hang on a minute. Stop. I didn't actually stop him there, but I went back and listened to it later. And I went, yeah. this is a big deal. Think about this, right? Mm. Some idiot's gone bushwalking <laughs> in the Blue Mountains yep. without a compass and a map. And he thought he'd just have a look around. And it's been 12 hours and he's meant to be home five hours ago. Yeah. Police, ambulance, SES, they're all scouring the bush. There's a helicopter flying overhead. Hard to find in the bush. You yeah. can't see him. The bush is thick. Yeah. But he's got his mobile phone. Still got battery. Yeah, they can triangulate the signal. Mate, they fly the drone over and they just fly it and, you know, in a pattern. That's if his battery's and, still working. And, exactly, if the battery's yeah. still working. Although, can't they track it just from the SIM card or not? No. It's You've a, been watching you need, too much You need power, yeah. 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 How many times have you seen them yeah, rip open rip the phone and throw the SIM card, SIM card out? Card. Yeah. So, so that was know, unnecessary, wasn't the, it? Oh, yes, it was, very much so. So the idea of the drone just, you know, flying around and yeah. going, I've, I've picked up a signal. Great idea. And that signal may be anyone, but it also may be the person you're looking for. Absolutely. I thought that was bloody yeah, amazing. Well, you know what? It's just an example, though, of the many things the drones could be doing. That's right. It's not just a, an aerial a flying camera. There's, that's a great example of how it could be deployed. I was impressed with the fact that Andy Penn had that kind of knowledge in his head because yeah. he's obviously had a lot of conversations. He yeah. also talked about, you know, the Little Rippus uh, beach drones and the things yes. that they've invested in but, and, and uh, are partnering with. But you were at a roundtable this morning was. where they talked a bit about 5G as well. Yeah, they did. And they were talking about how this show, people think, well, why, why, why the hell would Telstra be at a, at a consumer electronics show? And they, they, they stated it correctly. They said, well, it's all about connectivity. The, everything you see here, they described it as all the stuff in front of the curtain are all these whiz-bang products and all this uh, assumed connectivity. 
but behind the curtain, how's it going to work? And that, that's the, the, their networks and their connectivity they provide. Mm. So they, they were here uh, talking about 5G, meeting with various companies like Amazon and Google and all, the, all these players in, this, in the business. But they also talked about how 5G and trying to establish a standard amongst all the different, all the different networks. I, know, I, I yeah. touched on that with him. We kind of got backtracked and, and didn't get, get to it. But it's critical to me because 4G mm. is so diverse. It's different in yeah. different countries. Yeah. It's different... There's always going to be different frequencies, but like 4G in America is not 4G in Australia. No, well, not, it's just no, so different. Yeah. We need a standard, and it all needs yeah. to be the same so that there's no but, confusion. But one of the questions I asked, I said, well, how influential is Telstra in trying to steer, yeah, it, steer it their way? Great and, question, And they Steve said that was, it was a cutting question. But uh, he said, well, uh, they are quite influential because of the, the, the companies they work with, the Ericsons and the Nokia, so that they've got a great relationship with these major network builders around the world. And they have big networks as well. And, and, and obviously, and covering a country like Australia... They've got the, the technology's got to push the envelope. It's probably, so they're, a, bit, they're, it's probably a bigger country than getting the contract well, for Germany. It's right. Like there's some com- countries. How many mobile towers they got to roll? That's out? right. The countries in Europe, some are like they're, they're 20 miles wide. Two it's, mobile it's, towers and they're covered. That's right. So so Australia and I can remember back to uh, the 2007 Mobile World Congress when Next G had just gone. I think its first six months on the, uh, of operation, and Ericsson, who built that network in very quick time. Mm. It was their badge of honour at MWC that they built this whiz bang next G network. What you know, a lot of range, great coverage, and that's the sort of influence they've got here with their current network, right. yeah. which is though Telstra has always been looked upon as being a world leader for for network quality, mm. and that's the influence they're going to have in trying to steer that the industry towards a standard that they're suggesting. Interesting stuff. Um, it, was, it was it was interesting to see him here, you know, because yeah. I did think the same thing. What are you doing here? But it's not his first time too. He's been here several times. Yeah, so. yeah I bet. Anyway, two blokes talking tech live from CS. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Funny little story, Trevor. I was <laughs> sitting in my oh, hotel room. So sitting Too in my early. hotel room, yep. and I saw an ad come up on the TV for a product called the Scott E Vest. Yeah, they've been around for a while. They have, and I thought, you know what? That is such a good idea. But basically, what they are, they're jackets and vests with multiple pockets that can fit. Anything you you know, you can have an iPad. You can have a laptop in your jacket. You can have your water bottle. Why your phone. would you want a laptop in your jacket? Because, you fool. Because if you want to, if you're getting on a plane, if you you, you want to just want to have it handy, you right. don't you don't have to fill every pocket. Okay, but I thought that I said that what, what a great idea for Australians. You need to get out more. No, but but I, I saw this from an angle as a, as an Aussie, right? Because we love our devices. We're we're, we're early adopters. And we live so far away from everywhere that we, we've got no choice but travel. If yep. we want to go somewhere, we've got to jump on a plane. Yep. So I, I thought, I'm going to reach out to this company. So I, I went on their website and emailed them. And then I got an I got a, a out-of-office reply to say, uh, sorry, I can't uh, answer reply to your email at the moment. I'm at CES. <laughs> and I thought, oh, hang on a minute. So I emailed him again. And I actually met up with them and had a look at their stuff. It, it's really handy. Uh, and, and the jackets have removable sleeves, and you're not one, wearing one. Why not? Or no, I'll be wearing one tomorrow, hopefully. But the uh, the the, 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 the jacket that I tried on, and there, I said, there's up to 42 pockets in, it, in 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 these different vests and stuff, right? But you can fit in your iPad, your phone, and the phone's got RFID protection. Your wallet as well. You can fit your laptop in. It goes across your back, and it's, constru- it's constructed in such a way where the pockets balance out, so that it actually 
forces the jacket to drop and stay straight so you don't look like you've got all this bulky gear inside your jacket. The jacket that I tried on was called the Enforcer. So it also had a pocket to put my gun if I had a gun as well. <laughs> I said, won't, shan't be using that pocket. You should have said, I've already got my gun through the hole, through the armholes. <laughs> there you go. That's a good line, mate. Yeah. But, you can uh, use that tomorrow. You're going to oh, we'll be tomorrow, using right? that tomorrow, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, uh, the Scott Eves, and I think there is a special, if you are ordering from Australia, you can get 50% discount on the shipping. And I will be writing that on Tech Guide, but the website's uh, Scott Eves, that's scottevest.com. Stand by for a photo of Stephen Fennick wearing a stupid vest on Twitter soon. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Now, just to wrap up, uh, you'll be doing a Tech Guide podcast when you get back or when you're I'll uh, be doing on one uh, no, tomorrow in two days. I'll be doing oh, I'm going to do Your Tech Life and I'm going to include a bunch of interviews I've done. And one of the things I've done during these interviews is trying to get an understanding of why people come to, to CES and mm-hmm. how relevant CES is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have this kind of feeling that a lot of journalists don't give it the credibility that it deserves mm-hmm. in terms of relevance and they feel like it's not relevant because Samsung announces their phone somewhere else and Apple. This is a hugely relevant show. And we got an insight into that today, which was very interesting because we went to Belkin, as we often do, to yep. get a, a booth tour. We go to these places and they give you, someone walks you through and shows you the products, talks you what's happening. Yep. There was no booth tour this year because nothing new that we hadn't seen was on yeah. the stand. Well, the, we, we looked at Velop, which is their, their version of Orbi. But what they did allow us to do was take part in a, in a session, which we can't talk about what we saw because they treated us like a retailer. And that's the bulk of this show. Retailers come here to talk to companies about what they're going to put on a store. And I found it very interesting that they they don't just show retailers a bunch of products that are coming out next month. They say, here's a bunch of things we're thinking about. Yeah. And and allows the retailer to either give feedback, maybe maybe even suggest um, a difference or a yeah. thing that would make it sell better. Yep. I thought it was very interesting that they that happens and would be happening stand after stand after stand. Absolutely, here. yeah. Well, they, they did mention to us that, you know, we, we take your feedback seriously. So mm. they, they, they thought, well, I you, think they'll look you at guys me with are, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But uh, they they did value our opinion. They did encourage us to ask questions and suggest mm-hmm. things in the in the session, and we did have to sign a little NDA, a non disclosure agreement as well. But, but we did the, confirm that we could talk about the fact that we had this thing. Yes, so but we can't talk about what we saw. But it was it was great to see the vision and and the ideas that that, that are already there, mm. and the many different alternatives that they've thought of about the same products and looking at feedback because. As, they they mentioned Belkin is a company that's guided by their customers. The yeah, customers right. they they give feedback, they listen, and and that that's what how the products evolve. And you know what, this story will probably make much more sense to us and the listeners next yeah. year yeah. when we look back at and Christmas so, yeah. time and say, we right, saw that a year ago. <laughs> oh, oh, we can kind of say with some confidence there was there was six different skews of that thing and, and the one that came out was an interesting one yeah. like it'll be interesting to kind of look yeah. back on that and, and do Absolutely. that. Absolutely, that's that's why CES exists. The retailer and the yeah. and the and the manufacturer slash vendor engagement is critical for this show. Yeah. Well, um, it's the reason this show exists, and it's the reason this show has been around for fifty years and will be around for another fifty for sure. Well, at the end of the day, there's companies here that make products they want to sell, and there's retailers here that want to sell those products. Mm. So, this is a great example of how those two people can come together and re- re- achieve a mutually beneficial outcome. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenning. Well, that's a wrap from Two Blokes Talking Tech here at CES Las Vegas 2017. It is weird still to be calling it 2017, Stephen, because I kind of feel like I missed the whole thing. It's start only eight days old, isn't it? 2017. Yeah. Oh, is it, is yeah. it the eighth today? I don't know. Or seventh today. I've lost track of time. Totally.
Well, I mean, it's as we said at the start, it's day three of the show, day five of the CS activities, day whatever of our trips, just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Stephen's uh, reviews, information, products he's found will be at techguide.com.au and that will continue for the next week or so for sure because you've got a bag full of little goodies. I do. Uh, and pamphlets to read through. The same for me and the team from EFTM, eftm.com.au. Bunch of great stories there. Bunch of fun little gadgets. Bunch of uh, interesting, you know, great yeah. new products. Quirky and products, some uh, developing products, improvements on products. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of work to do. We both have a lot of work to do still. And uh, we'll do that over the days and weeks ahead. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We've given you four, I think, just, you know, mid-level shows. Probably mid-level? not great. You think they were great? I think better than mid-level, <laughs> mate. Some of our best work. Ziggy Zaggy's the hashtag. Yeah. I don't know. Bad, good, mid, great. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think but, um, uh, above average. Above average. Yeah, that's my that's my assessment. Okay, especially from my end of the podcast. <laughs> oh, so mine's been the great bit. Mine's yeah. been the great bit. Yours been the above average bit. I, I can only. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to judge you, mate. I think we're we're a team. I'm happy to judge we're you. We're a team. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. We're a team. So it's like any other team. If one of if if the team loses, we all lose. If yeah. we if the team wins, we all win. Yeah, but if you're not available, I'll just get someone else. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> two blokes talking tech. We'll be back in Australia. I'll be back next week. Still, we'll be back the week after. We'll do two blokes talking tech episode two hundred eighty three. Or back in Sydney. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you soon. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.